your ears for a Waffle Butt Media podcast. Tonight, men are trash. Wait, what? Like all of them? Yep. Well, when did that happen? It's been that way. But what about? Yep, it's these two. Well, okay, fine then. Since men aren't able to cut it anymore, does that make women the future of America? The answer? Will only shock about half of you. Find out this mysterious answer tonight on America the Podcast. Let's get swifty, America. Ah, it's good to be back. Hello, America. It's America the Podcast. Ah, uh, it's good to be back. Yeah, it's about time after all of those vacations you took. I needed a break. Jail was very difficult. You were in for one day. And it was awful. I wore a jumpsuit and was forced to watch the new season of Full House. I wanted to die. Oof, okay. Okay, maybe you did need a vacation. Where did you go? Mar-a-Lago. What the fuck, why? Jesus, your voice never goes down, does it? Huh. I got a lifetime membership before Donald went crazy and back when he and I were still friends. And you more or less helped him get elected. Oh my god, why are you still on this? Trump and his cohorts have literally done 200 even more terrible things than I've ever done in 2018 and it's only January. I'm trying to change. I even went as far as to join you liberals little resistance thing to try and stop this madman. But irregardless, am I not supposed to use the membership? I mean, it's already paid in full. Would you like to come, Timothy? Uh, yeah, actually. That would be a good idea to go, like, do a show down there. We could do it, like, on the outskirts of the resort, like, out, outside the wall. Mm. Or we should go do a show at the border wall. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, that would be pretty depressing. It would. But also probably good for ratings. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, maybe someday. Maybe season three or four. Hopefully we don't get to that border wall, though. But, uh, speaking of, are we, uh... Uh, yeah, we're rolling. Well, then... Hello, America! It's me, the Bastard, and welcome to, uh, what, yes, Season 2 of America the Podcast with me, the Bastard. Is that my real name? You will find out later this season. (laughs) Wait, for real? Very real. But what's more real is the other big announcement that will be coming later this season, and the reason you will be finding out my real name. You have been warned. Alright, tone it down there, buddy. Yeah, yeah. This season, we will not be talking about any breaking news, aside from our new series, Rapid Fire News, available on our YouTube page, which should uh, you should go subscribe to now. Or simply just go to bastardvideos.americathepodcast.com and watch all my important messages, as well as the Rapid Fire News videos there. Also, they're on Facebook. And Funny or Die, for some reason. Why are these funny again? I don't know, it's actually pretty objective, so who knows. Hmm, well, if you do love the show and you do love me, which why wouldn't you love me? Everybody loves me. You will go to each of those pages and you will watch my video messages and important words and rapid fire news 42 times in a row. I don't think that's too much to ask. As always, we have picked topics for this podcast season that are affecting regular Americans and will unfortunately continue to do so for decades to come. This season, we will be covering things like net neutrality, continue our Trump or bust series, which is where we interview people with Trump-supporting family members and friends and let them air their grievances, much like a mini Festivus. And even, yes, global warming. And yes, Al Gore, I got your messages and I got your letters. Please, for the love of God or your precious Mother Earth or whatever, please 
Leave me alone. Stop drinking a fifth of Patron and calling me at three in the morning. I'm sorry to be harsh, but get help, man. Get help. Those topics are for a later show. No, today we'll be discussing one of America's oldest issues, sexism. Sexism used to be hilarious, right? You thought it was funny, right, bro? Uh, no? Well, America loved it. It was on all of our favorite TV shows. Hell, it's still on all of our favorite TV shows. Every week we have a good old-fashioned yuck at the expense of the nagging wife, the girl with the quote, great personality, or the good old-fashioned ditzy blonde. Sexism has been ingrained into our culture for many millennia, but the male section of society seems to just now be noticing and listening. I never actually realized it that way. Well, of course you didn't. You're a man. So, allow me to mansplain something else to you. Do you like that? I heard it for the first time the other day. I think it means to explain something to a man. That's not what that means. Ha! Typical man. Anyways, take video games for example. Do you like video games, Timothy? Yeah, but I pretty much exclusively play Star Wars and Spyro games. Ah, well, that is very weird. Anywho, up until the 1990s, video games were marketed to the entire family. However, once video games moved off the toy aisles, thanks to a very terrible E.T. game, companies like Nintendo began marketing exclusively to boys. But that trend has only recently changed. According to the globalist Jeff Bezos' failing Washington Post, It's not failing and you know it. Jeff Bezos is a billionaire. He's the biggest billionaire in the world. He's richer than you. Ha, huh, yeah, right, says you. What? The Post reported that statistically, not only do adult women play more video games than teenage boys, but they also experience the most sexism. Shocking. Is that shocking? Obviously not. Sexism is rampant in every industry. It exists in everything from entertainment to politics to food service to tech or any other given workplace. Not ours, of course. We have a woman on our staff. So pat yourself on the back. And yeah, hearing that out loud, we should probably hire more women. Yeah, we probably should. Yeah, I completely take back that back pat. Something I rarely do. You see, progress is being made already. But there are those male warriors in the quote-unquote vagenda of manicide that say men are the ones being oppressed. That there is a quote, war on men. A war in which men are quote-unquote losing their masculinity. Wait, are these people being serious? <laughs> Aren't they just weak men? <laughs> uh, yeah, I would say so, yeah. Well, call me crazy, but if a woman succeeding threatens one's masculinity, did that person's masculinity even exist in the first place? Hmm. Food for thought, America. Also, we should get food after this. I'm thinking pizza. I know a good place. I am always super down for pizza. Good. Now, where were we? Oh, yes. One wiener warrior in particular has been making waves lately. He is a former Google employee by the name of James Damore. Have you heard of this cuck? <laughs> yeah, he, he kind of looks like a, a weaselier version of Stephen Miller. Ha! He does indeed. Ooh, Stephen Miller. Man, that guy gives me nightmares. For days. Well, for those of you who are lucky enough to not have been scared by the creepy face of James Damore, or Stephen Miller for that matter, this saint of gender inequality wrote a big dumb manifesto about how women are biologically inferior to men. And even worse, he mass emailed it to the entire company, and skipped out on the secret Santa four years in a row. Despicable. He was needlessly fired, especially considering the fact that making human beings is not an inferior trait, but has now become a martyr in the vagenda of manicide. <laughs> Dude, that name 
is ridiculous. Where did you come up with that? I didn't come up with it. I saw it on a real life sign. <laughs> Wait, for real? Oh, yes. I saw it in real life, but you can see it in a Daily Dot article. It was on the marquee of a gunsmithing store. <laughs> of course it was. Yes, it was something along the lines of Hillary Clinton's agenda uh, of manicide or something or another. And you can bet those people are armed and ready for this stupid non-existent war fought by creeps who live in their parents' basement and only leave their lair to bring machine guns into a Chipotle to scare the bejesus out of people just so they can display their Second Amendment rights. Ugh. You know, this is silly. If you are listening to this, and I really mean that, if you are listening to this and you are a men's rights advocate, please, take this advice. Rethink your life. Because if you think you are a man, and you think you have it harder than a woman, I am here to tell you that not only are you wrong, but that will not be the last time you hear the words, you are wrong, as long as you keep your current frame of mind. Women have been oppressed for thousands of years, in almost every single culture, but that is about to change. Women are proven to create better work environments, make better decisions, and will, yes, one day make a better president. The one that ran this pastime probably would have done a great job. And that is very hard for me to admit. What the hell, man? After everything you just said, why is it hard for you to admit that Hillary Clinton would have done a good job? Oh, get your bromper out of a bunch. It's not because she's a woman, it's because she's a Democrat. Lest you forget that I was recently a Republican and am still a conservative. I'm just not an idiot. Anyways. Powerful men in every industry are being found out for their misdeeds. The Weinsteins, the Trumps, and the Louis C.K.'s of the world are being weeded out one by one. Some may take longer than others to fully get rid of, but revolutions always take time. And just because some powerful men are getting called out for their sexual misconduct does not mean the job is done, people. These revelations are a gaping wound in our culture that every person needs to acknowledge and treat. If this gross, pus-filled wound that does indeed bear striking resemblance to the president goes untreated, it will continue to infect and destroy our country. I hope that analogy was gross enough for you because this situation has made me feel very gross. And as a man, my feelings are quite fragile. And as a billionaire, they're quite expensive. So I have to be careful. America, we cannot let this new culture of revelation and revolution die out. But to be honest, I don't think it will die out. Too many times I have seen movements fade, but never one where a woman is in charge. Well, actually that's not entirely true. Karen Pence, or as Mike Pence calls her, mother, her towel charm company didn't really catch on, so I guess that's one movement that didn't actually flourish. But many do! <laughs> Wait, she had a towel charm company? Oh yes! She asked every single one of us on the White House staff to invest in it, but we all said no. I let her down as easily as I could, seeing I only invest in a... Well, never mind. Little pieces of metal you strap to your towels to tell them apart do not matter right now. What matters is women and what they fought for. Women fought for and won their right to vote even with a male-dominated society blocking them wherever they could. Women took the place of men in the factories during World War II and did a better job. It was a woman, Amelia Earhart, who first flew across the Atlantic. Granted, she was kidnapped by aliens, which resulted in her disappearance, but you can't really blame her for that. Don't victim blame. <laughs> Whoa, wait. Did Amelia Earhart really get abducted? Uh, oh shit. I, I was not supposed to say that. Will you edit that out? That's top secret. <laughs> uh, sure, man. I'll, I'll do my best. Don't worry. Okay, good. The Roosevelt family will be furious with me if any of that gets out. Just cut out the alien stuff. Anyways, uh, where was I? Ah, yes. 
And it was because of women, specifically black women, that NASA was and is still able to launch people into space. It was also black women that prevented a pedophile, Judge Roy Moore, from being elected to the U.S. Senate this past December. Really thought that would have been an easier choice for most of, uh, well, humanity. And speaking of elections, it was a woman who beat self-proclaimed not-a-feminist Donald J. Trump in the popular vote in 2016. Women even have the power to create a human being if they so choose. Women are America's future. There is no doubt about it. Fight against it all you want, you manicide wiener warriors. You cannot stop progress. As the Women's March protest sign says, the future is feminist. Now, I am starving. Did you still want food? Uh, yeah, sure, man, I could eat. Does pizza sound good? Uh, yeah, always. Okay, good. I will fly up to New York and get some pizza from two brothers for us. <laughs> Wait, what? Be back soon. I need you to do the interview. Our guest today is comedian and host of the Infinite Fan Theorem podcast on the Thinkers and Drinkers podcast network, Alexa Schreffler. Yeah, but... Great. Okay. See you in about, oh, 12 hours, I think. Wait, okay, wait, hold on. Why, why New York? We have pizza here. What? We have pizza in Austin. Yes, but Two Brothers is my favorite. Best pizza in all of New York. Second only to Sabaro's. Farewell. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's Two Brothers or Okay, to our New York listeners, I'm sure he was joking about his favorite pizza choices, and even if he wasn't, he does not speak for the rest of us. So, that being said, we'll be right back, and long live Roberta's Pizza. It's America, the podcast! back. With me today is comedian and host of the Infinite Fan Theorem on the Thinkers and Drinkers podcast network, my dear friend, Alexa Schreffler. Thanks for coming on the show. No problem. Yes, welcome, welcome. You can find Alexa on Twitter at at A-W-R-E-C-K-S-A, Araxa, and follow the show, uh, her show, Infinite Fan Theorem, at at I-F-T underscore podcast. Um, it premieres, uh, when's your next episode? Well, we had a kind of a snafu with a sick sound producer, so <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> well, it is awesome. You can catch the first episode on the Thinkers and Drinkers podcast uh, network, um, and it's great. You do Game of Thrones, and I found out a lot of stuff that I didn't even think about about that show. So if you're into fan oh, theories good. and uh, and uh, sci-fi, all that awesome shit, um, I highly recommend it. So. Okay, so we can cuss. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you can swear. Um, yeah, this is an okay. explicit Great. show. <laughs> That's a classic podcast question, too. Can, can we swear? Are, are we rolling? Can we swear? Like, yes, you can do both. It's fine. This is a PG-13-ish. Talking about serious issues, much like sexism. Um, as you heard at the top of the show, it's pretty rampant. Um, and we have a woman here who has definitely experienced it in her life and can attest to the rampantness that it is. Um, have you, Alexa, uh, I assume you've experienced it in your workplace. Uh, have you? Uh, yeah, luckily not in my current job. I That's actually good. work for a really great company where everyone gets treated pretty much the same, which is really great. Um, but my last job, 
it was, it wasn't all the time, but there were a lot of sexual jokes, which I mean, mm-hmm. if anyone knows me, they know that my bar is pretty low on jokes. So, <laughs> um, but a lot of times they were directed at me, which was uncomfortable sometimes. One time I was slapped on the ass by a coworker oh, during what? lunch. Yeah. <laughs> by did, a married did he get coworker. in trouble? Uh, I didn't do anything about it because mm. that's what women do. It's nothing right. about things because like what was going to happen, you know? Right. I could get him fired or I could get retaliated against or nothing would happen at all. So it was kind of the cons outweighed the pros on that one. Right. That's yeah. That's such bullshit. Like, do you find it harder to get included in like meetings and projects and stuff like that because of that? Like, cause they could retaliate against you at some point or any of that. Um, it's not necessarily that I felt excluded from meetings. I would get to go to the meetings, but mm-hmm. oftentimes I was talked over or not talked to at all. Uh, there was one time where I came up with a great idea and then a Another man brought it up in a bigger meeting and got credit for the idea, oh, uh, which was another time where it was just like, oh, fuck it. Like, <laughs> you know, like as long yeah. as it's getting done, I don't really give a shit, I guess. Um, but yeah, See, that is so. just not okay. God, no, <laughs> but that happens at your work now, at least. Not so far. I've been here since late October and I'm feeling very much uh, respected. I'm still kind of a, in a junior situation, but they still really value my opinion and my thoughts, which is really mm-hmm. nice. I'm, I'm considered a developer, not a lady. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's like that's something I like what a lot of companies are doing now. Like uh, my uh, girlfriend, who you all have heard on the show before, Alana, like works for um, a company where the, all her bosses are women. And it's like she was going to come on this episode, but in a sense was like, I really haven't experienced it too much just because I've been working for progressive companies for a while. And like yeah. where that, that can be a great thing. And luckily you and maybe a f- few handful of other people out there do. But even then, the most progressive companies still have shit bags that work for them that um, do not uh, share those values, much like Google. Um, like there was a, we talked about him earlier, uh, James Damore, I think. Um, you literally Google sexist Google employee, and he's the one that comes up. Like, have you worked with anybody like that guy at all? Um, like oh, no, outwardly I just mean, like men's rights or something like that? Oh, God. Uh, no, I've obviously, because most dudes are like this. I've worked with some men that were really interested in playing devil's advocate just for the Mm -hmm. pure fact of stirring the pot for fun, I guess, but no one too extreme. I worked with a few Trump supporters in my last job, but they were pretty quiet about it because it was in Austin and they didn't. Right, right, right. Um, but if I have worked with someone like that, I did not know about it. So that's lucky for me. Have you, you're also, uh, worked in, uh, improv comedy for a while, especially when you lived in Austin. Did you experience any of that in the comedy community whatsoever? Uh, oh God. Yeah. Oh like my Lord. being There's excluded like from thing. sketches or like, yeah. So is that, it, it's clearly bad. We all know from the news, it's very bad in entertainment, but yeah. Uh, if you've got any stories about that. Um, I don't know that I have any particular stories, but mm. you know, everyone, 
luckily, anytime there is someone who is demonstrating problematic behavior in the Austin comedy community, they usually get shunned immediately, right. which is great. Um, but there are still subtle sexist things like anytime you're in a scene, you get pigeonholed as a mother or a girlfriend or right. hooker, or you know, mm-hmm. like things that are like, okay, just because I'm a woman doesn't mean I need to play a woman's part. Right. So it's something that I noticed that a lot of the performers in Austin do to combat that, uh, as women, they will endow themselves as men right off the bat. Uh-huh. So that the men, the actual men on stage can't give them their weird pigeonhole role that they uh-huh. want them to play. Um, right. You know, yeah. besides that, it's, it's, it's a lot more subtle in the comedy community, I think, overall. Mm-hmm. Like, is there, is there been, like, any creeps you come across? Like, I mean, I've, I've learned, even long ago, I had heard about Louis C.K. in the comedy circles, and that, yeah. like, it was apparently just kind of an open, uh, my friend Adam Swarma said that it's just, this is just an open joke <laughs> the entire time that everybody knew uh, yeah, about this. When that happened, like, everyone was so appalled. I was like, wait, I thought we all knew. Yeah, like, didn't we I know that he was kind of a creep? I just... On this... But like we knew all these people were creepy. Kevin Spacey kind of took me by surprise, which is like, and then that whole saying uh, I'm gay is in response to all that. I know. Like, dude, so wait, wait, look over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I actually knew about that one a little bit too. Um, I mean, by hearsay. So there was no mm-hmm. solid, you know, evidence, but I would read, you know, ask Reddit has like the, you know, what celebrities have you talked to that surprised you the most? And, I've read so many comments that are like Kevin Spacey, like cornered my little brother when he was 17 and, oh, you know, what? came on oh to God. him or whatever. And it's just like, Oh God, <laughs> like, Good Lord. no one said anything. I had only heard about what's his name uh, from Star Trek and uh, rent and stuff. I didn't know there was like even more. I've assumed there was more than that. There was like, even Elijah Wood uh, said something along the lines of like the, that the pedophilia and all that stuff was just rampant. Oh, yeah. and, like, I mean, it's just for child actors, it's terrible. And like Corey Feldman's, Definitely probably about to release a list on all those people. Yeah, he's clearly got some issues from the whole child actor thing. It's like, and it goes on even outside, like, like you were in the, a, a nerd podcast and it's like the nerds seem to be some of the worst. Like I was on, oh, yeah. uh, I, on some, what was it? Um, it was for oh Tomb Raider. Uh, the Tomb Raider trailer mm-hmm. came out. Looks so rad, and I'm a huge Tomb Raider fan. Cool. <laughs> I cannot wait for that movie. And, but they were like, it was all um, comments. There was all dudes. Like I, I'm seriously starting to think. And maybe you can answer this. Do women comment on the internet anymore? Because it's all dudes on everything I look at, and it's all sexist asshole dudes on everything. Um, like if women do, they do not mention that they're women because you <laughs> sure, will yeah, exactly. get hit on. By literally every person on the internet. Yeah, because like everybody on this Tomb Raider thing was like, I'd bang her or um, just like gross stuff like that. One person, like a couple people were calling her, like, I didn't know they cast a boy as Tomb Raider. I'm like, what? And how in the world does she want to look like a boy? Yeah, what are you like? Some of these people just don't even make sense. They're just like trolls. Like, yeah. And then. Like there was a there was a guy um, who edited out all of the uh, women from the Last Jedi, and yeah. even and it made it obviously worse. And he even said it made it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this this movie sucks. Like my edit's terrible. I'm like yeah, because you're an asshole. 
But yeah. and then there was like things too with the Rick and Morty uh, thing, um, which uh-huh. do you remember that at all? With the oh thing? yeah, basically, if none of you know, know what we, that is, they had written episodes before. Mm-hmm. And it just had gotten mentioned recently for some reason, and everyone was like, "Yeah, those episodes sucked." And it's like, no, they've been mm-hmm. on the writers' team for, for years, the whole time. They women, say, by the way, women wrote these yeah. episodes. These awesome right. Rick and Morty episodes, and yeah, yeah they were right. like, and Rick and Morty had to come out like Dan Harmon. Everybody like, don't watch our show because screw you. Like these women are funnier yeah. than you'll ever be. Like, yeah, although. It's, Damn it about Dan Harnon too. Like, just don't. I like know. I heard about that anymore. too. He turned out to be kind of a, a sexist asshole too. Like, I mean, that's like the, the things that just are breaking hearts left and right. Like Aziz. Like, what, what's your oh what's your take God. on what's your take on Aziz? Like, I just talked about this on another show, and I'm I'm personally I gotta be I, I don't know I, I really don't know what to think. It's just such a it's crazy, and I I definitely I mean, believe the woman more, but. Yeah, it was disappointing because that that luckily has brought up this great discussion about whether or not a sexual encounter is okay is not based in the law. It's mm-hmm. based in the comfortableness of the people involved. It has to be uh-huh. 100% enthusiastically consensual the entire time. And it wasn't, but it's this, it's a part of this ingrained I don't know, like patriarchy, I guess. Yeah. Where, like, there's this belief that m- women have to act coy and men have to pursue a little harder, you know, like right. women play hard to get. But that's, it's, it's like halfway between he didn't care about the signals he was getting or he just didn't understand the signals he was getting. That's what I gathered from from reading the account. It was very like any, I would hope that anyone who's trying to have sex with someone that's acting Mm -hmm. like that would immediately stop and feel extremely uncomfortable with themselves. Right. Exactly. Like, I mean, I, when I heard what happened, like, okay, so it's just basically he didn't read the signals, right? But like, how dense do you actually have to be? Like, I mean, if somebody's uncomfortable in that situation, it's, pretty obvious like i would think like i mean you're given facial signals and like you're i don't know just definitely yeah. feeling uncomfortable either he's just that dense or i don't know uh yeah. i just i can't i, I can't defend I really him don't know. I, but it's and it touches on this issue of these like outward allies that are inwardly mm-hmm. not demonstrating exactly yeah because he James wrote Franco. that great book, and yeah, fuck that dude. Also, James Franco, I've known about that for that story came yeah, out about him years ago. That's a year old, like in 2014 or something, where she told him mm. she was 17, and he basically was like, "I don't care, come to my hotel." Oh, see, I never heard that, that part. Years ago, I didn't know that he. Well, I, I thought what he was, like, blew it off. Yeah, see, when, but I, I, it was blown off, at least on my end, because I heard that he had stopped when she found out she was 17. Apparently, that is not the case, and th- this is just well, – because like, she – the girl and then tweeted about her and her friend, too, saying, like, yeah, yeah good me too, button. Uh, remember this time you did this, like, shove my head down, and I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. Like, so I said, <laughs> I didn't know about any of that. Like, these, these revelations need to keep coming <laughs> to light. Like, oh, yeah. Do you see it, like, ever – uh, slowing down that's my biggest fear that like 
things like Occupy Wall Street and that stuff that dwindled yeah. out, but that was also kind of stupidly run. Um, <laughs> like, but this, I don't think this could because women women are mad enough they lead charges. I mean, it was like didn't women lead prohibition more or less and got alcohol banned back like when they really uh, wanted yeah. it. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> when y'all put your minds to it, you get shit done and that's awesome. So I like, do you think it could dwindle out or is there risk of that? Uh, I'm hoping not. Cause what I'm seeing is momentum, which is mm-hmm. on a small scale. You can see it when one girl comes out about someone and then you have 20 others come out right. afterwards. Mm-hmm. It's women. We have been demonstrated to for years and years and years that if we say anything at best nothing's going to happen or at best minimal consequences will happen. And at worst, we're going to be the ones vilified. Mm -hmm. And I think you're seeing that happen on a larger scale that people are seeing women come out against these like very powerful men and being like, Oh, this powerful man also did this to me. And I'm feeling like I'm seeing that things are happening to that guy. Maybe I finally have a chance to right this wrong Mm -hmm. with this other guy. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. 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 Snowball effect that's happening. Cause it's happening. There's like a list out there, isn't there of the creeps in Hollywood or something that got published for like or sent to news organizations and they had to immediately not do anything with it because <laughs> legally they couldn't or something like, is that tr- true? Sure is there like a, I think there's a list. It's like a Google. Yeah, it was, it was on Sam B. That's where I saw it. There's like a Google spreadsheet, uh, Google doc yeah, that's we have going one of around those in the Austin community. Oh really? See, that's awesome. Yeah. Women Sad, and but awesome. non-straight people, mm-hmm. uh, basically everyone but cis straight men <laughs> uh, are all kind of on a thing together. We talk mm-hmm. to each other in our own secret little area of right. the internet. And yeah, we have our own, we call people out in there and we all know who to and to not book on things who, right. you know, has done terrible things that mm-hmm. haven't necessarily been brought up like, with the community at large, but it exists. And I'm sure, I'm sure it exists in every other comedy scene. Small oh, large. for sure. Since the every creation of the Google doc, space. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Oh my God, we can, Oh dude, we got to share these lists. <laughs> yeah. Take these out of the notebooks. And it's, just, it's a matter too of, of keeping each other safe. Like some people yeah. might not know that this guy acts this way. So you mm-hmm. tell everyone that you could potentially, be a victim of his. Right. So those needs to list like in every single industry, like, cause it's not oh, yeah. just, it's not just entertainment and politics. Like it's obviously as they keep <clears> saying <throat> in every industry, uh, like <clears throat> if, is there, is there that in like tech at all? Like it don't work for these people or something like that, or there should be like a LinkedIn for this or something. <laughs> like a private LinkedIn um, group. I feel like I've, I don't think there's like a master list, but mm. I feel like I've come across, uh, women in tech, you know, calling out the companies that they've worked for that end up being like terrible, toxic work environments. Right. But man, that's know. such a, <laughs> there's a, I saw something the other day that, um, Iceland just made it absolutely illegal to pay women less. And mm-hmm. it has to be, the workforce has to be completely 50, 50, I think, or something like that. I know that no boards can have to be at least 50% women and 50% men. 
uh, like like a committee, like a corporate boards, like and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, yeah, it's probably not going to happen here for a while. But oh no! No, which is it's such a shame uh, too, because if you like, I always try like, um, or the, at least the bastard tries to tell people just think about the money because if you pay women equally, you add I think it's. $2 trillion or $6 trillion to the economy or something like that. Like some exorbitant yes. amount of money. Like you're kind of hurt, hindering yourself by being an asshole to half the population of the planet earth in a way. Yeah. yeah but, uh, men like to want to keep their power. So right. Like, <laughs> well, take less money and keep this power. God. Yeah. Oh man. Gotta keep yeah. control. Gonna keep control, fight that patriarchy. Handmaid's Tale is coming out soon. Second season. I of still that, haven't so. watched it. I can't bring myself to like. It's rough. Do it. <laughs> but it's good that it's out, so that maybe none of this will happen. I I take the philosophy that science fiction is the way um, to prevent future disasters. Like tell our history ahead of time. In a way, right. you know what I mean? The, like, okay, yeah. so we can do this to avoid an Android apocalypse or do this to avoid, you know, forced birthing and slavery. But Right. Or like, I feel like, like we're in like a halfway to 1984 situation right now. So it's Seriously. like, did we use it as like a handbook? Like, yeah. It's like, this bad? wasn't supposed to be that way. Get, yeah. don't, don't let them read brave new world. Seriously, <laughs> this isn't supposed to give you ideas. <laughs> This is supposed to be a cautionary tale. Yeah, seriously. It's, none of this was supposed to be real entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, um, I think well, that about does it. Just uh, men, be better. Um, and uh, <laughs> women, keep fighting. Because some allies that aren't shitbags will be out there trying to fight with you. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anything the patriarchy it... negatively affects everyone. Yes, the patriarchy negatively affects everyone. Um also, stop manspreading on the trains, New York listeners. I know it's you. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, Alexa, thank you. Um, we cannot wait for the next episode of Infinite Fan Theorem to come out. I loved every second of it. And, uh, Thanks. And every show that Thinkers and Drinkers is having, you got Thinkers and Drinkers, the regular news show. And what's the next one uh, that's coming out? Uh, so we have an environmental podcast with Jay Kelly. So oh, we just right recorded on. it on Saturday, and we also did a drinkers with Brad Dewar of Craft Fair Games and County Lines. Yes, County Lines, great grapevine really band, and Craft Fair Games is a great board game company. If you are into the new board game uh, reviving of a board game trend, I highly suggest uh, Trash Lords. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> all right. Well, Alexa, thank you so much, and America, please try and uh, fix yourself and America as hard as you can. Have a good night. It's America, the podcast.